no escape. My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest. Another name you might know me by. Stark. My name is Oliver Queen. You'll be hearing facts. From the strategic homeland. Just call us shield. Beware my power. Green Lantern's light. And here we go. Excelsior! And welcome to another fantastic, fantastic episode of the Geek Show, episode forty-one. We're at now. Fantastic forty-one. Fantastic. Not to be not to be confused with Fantastic Four. Yeah, none the of abomination. Th- none of those three films. No. Oh no. God, no. No, we don't associate with that. We don't have the Silver Surfer, Reed Richards, Johnny Storm, Sue Storm, or Ben Grimm. Nope, we don't. No. Um, I did, by the way, finally watch that. Fantastic Four movie. It was on HBO last week. Okay. So, I mean, I've <laughs> you, literally you paid. wasted your time. I did. I felt like I just complete waste of time. Even though it didn't cost me any money, it cost me my time and that was very it valuable. sucks the soul out of you. No, my brother was over and, you know, we were down in the basement and Vera was there and we're like, oh, let's watch a movie. Let's see what's on. And Fantastic Four had literally just started and I said, well, let's see how bad it really is. It's and I'll tell you, bad. bad. So bad. Bad. Very, very Terrible. Bad. Oh my God. Kim... Kim wanted to see the movie so bad, and I was like, you really don't. You no. really don't. But it was a double feature with Ant-Man at the drive-in. So you got one good thing. So we got. So basically we got half our money's worth. Yeah. That was it. Because she did she also not like it? Because it was just like a bad movie. She was not into it. She okay. she liked the other two. She thought the other two were, were good. Well, those are at least fun movies. Those are passable, but not really. Those are, those are for the era that they were made. Yeah. Those are good movies. Yeah. Superhero movies. Marvel just came along and spoiled it for everybody. Literally. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get into some Civil War talk uh, yes. this episode. Um, but before that, we are bringing in who is our third chair yes. uh, this show. Uh, my buddy, uh, Stefan Glazer. You might know him from Yo Check This Out uh, over on YouTube where he's doing all kinds of fun stuff with video games. Stefan, what's up? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. All right. This is this is getting to be a habit where we're having a third chair. I'm liking this. It's a nice extra voice. Yes, we've had yeah. two comic book people and now a, a video podcast. Well, I don't know. Can you call it a video podcast or call it a vlog or what, what do you? What do you guys call? Yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, we know you call it a YouTube channel, but do you have a specific name other than that? I, I guess it, it comes down to being like a let's play channel. That's the majority okay. of stuff we do, where we make videos and walkthroughs for video game stuff. Uh, we had a podcast, but uh, we stopped doing that because we got too lazy. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's what's the last game you did a you did a walkthrough for? Um, actually, finishing up uh, for the new version of Doom that just came out. Ooh, um, okay, so that should be out in the next week or two. Now, game. Now, let me ask you this: game play. I'm, I'm guessing you played the original Doom when it came oh, out. Of course. Uh, comparison uh, from. I mean, obviously, you got the graphics and all that, but what do you what do you you know like. The, the, the coolness factor between the original and this what's what's your what's your take well it, it comes down to this it, it made me feel like I did 24 years ago awesome. um, oh. it, it felt it felt great Ooh. to be back in the in the shoes of, of the doom marine yeah somebody had uploaded the original doom to uh, like the public drive when I was in college so yeah. everybody just sat around in the computer labs playing Played doom it. all day with me it was oh, yeah. with it me was it was amazing. starcraft that's how I actually learned to make uh, networking cables and network was because everybody wanted to play StarCraft on LAN. Mm-hmm. So I basically ran uh, on every weekend during the 90s, pretty much. I ran a LAN party from my apartment, my parents' house, my you know the basement, the whole nine yards, wherever I was. And I learned to make networking ca- custom networking cables and 
crossover cables just because we wanted to play that. And I bought like four or five copies of StarCraft and Brood War nice. each. So wow. There you go. Hey, 20 bucks a pop, why not? Mm-hmm. So go subscribe to Stefan's channel. You'll check this out. Yeah. And you can like them on Facebook and, and Twitter and all that too. And I'm sure we'll link to it. Yeah. Uh, on the post. Uh, you know, yeah, we'll link to it on the post so you can actually go and check it out after you listen to this. So you can yo check it out. So you can yo check it out. <laughs> See what we did there? Ooh. That's some nice plugs. Yeah. <laughs> 20 years on radio, and that's what we got. <laughs> so what would you say, uh, you know, not to put you on the spot, Stefan, but what would you say if you could only play one game for the rest of your life, what game is that? Ooh, yeah. Ooh, see, that's a tough one. For me, it would have to be uh, anything from the Fallout series. Okay. Uh, it's always been number one on my list, it, but it's it's either that or, or an Elder Scrolls game because it's Ooh, a game that you can you. literally play forever. I got sucked into Marrow Window a long time yeah. ago. So. I, I never played any of the, the Fallout ones, but I, my, I mean, any D&D game. Baldur's Gate is probably my main go-to for just all-out fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, just the, I mean, just the storyline and all. I know it, it really doesn't have a big, expansive thing, but still. Yeah, it's something you can play forever. That's yeah. the that's the best part about them. Yep, and you can kill Imowin over and over again. <laughs> there you go. All right, all right. So I think it's time that we time. we dive into this conversation about Captain America: Civil War. I don't think you know. I guess besides maybe. 20th Century Fox before yeah. Star Wars is gonna was gonna start. Yeah, I don't think I ever got goosebumps for fanfare. Ooh, but you know, definitely the Marvel fanfare. I wish I had the DC one because that's wimpy. Yeah, <laughs> it's like wimpy, wimpy. I don't know why, but it just is. No, but, all right, so just doesn't stand up we, to, to anything. Yeah, but we've seen. But okay, down to the down to the nitty gritty. Yeah. So Captain America Civil War. I believe that Captain America Civil War, when I last checked, had made $980 million collectively worldwide. Which has basically surpassed Batman vs. Superman. And Batman vs. Superman hasn't hasn't even gotten that close. Captain America Civil War has only been out two weeks at this point. Yeah. So $980 million in the books. Uh, they've already made way past what they cost to make the movie. Yeah. Um, and I, I think, um, not to derail off the subject or anything, I think it's a big problem for DC that the two most recognizable superheroes in the yeah. entire world, yep. go anywhere, they can tell you who Batman or Superman is, yep. can't bring home a billion dollars, but Captain America can yeah. in his third movie. And the um, the DC fanboys are a little upset, obviously, on yeah, some of the are. Facebook groups. You know, and it's, a, I, I really, really, I, I didn't hate Batman versus yeah. Superman, um, as I told well, you before. Batman vs Superman was a problem because they they jammed too much into one movie. Yeah, yeah, I, I would so. agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Um, I think what they did do right, and what I'll get into, what they did right with Civil War is, I thought that um, much like the additions of Black Panther and Spider Man, trust in the audience. Mm-hmm. I think they did that with Wonder Woman, and I think it worked well for them. But I don't think it worked for other characters for them, not yeah. necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think with Marvel, um, you know, just they trusted the audience and they brought these new characters in. And I, and I think overall we loved it. I mean, I wouldn't say that it is my favorite Marvel movie, right. but it is my favorite ensemble cast superhero movie. I've, I've actually heard some coworkers say that this is by far the best Marvel movie so far. I think you're going to get a lot of that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. It's it's a great <laughs> ensemble movie. Um, it's my favorite superhero movie right now. Um, it's not my favorite Marvel movie, though, because uh, Winter Soldier still takes that top spot. Yeah, Ooh. for me, too. I, I think Guardians of the Galaxy for me, but, I mean, Winter Soldier is very, very close. Yeah, my brother's with you with Guardians. Guardians is his favorite. Yeah. Um, and that's just such a totally different movie than yeah. any of the other Marvel movies yeah. anyway. Um, very unique. Uh, you know, the comedy is there. Mm-hmm. It's the space movie. And yeah. I can't wait to see what they do with Guardians 2. Um, but with Captain America Civil War, um, one of the things that I think that they did right is they didn't make... I mean, even even I mean, Captain America was the focus of it. Right. And they never took that focus off of Captain America, even though you had, you know, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, who is probably Marvel's most successful character in the cinematic universe. Um, And you also I I feel, um, you know, uh, Anthony Mackie steals the show from him sometimes as Falcon just because of his dynamic, his acting style, the way he plays Sam Wilson is so good. Yep. You've got, you know, big players, you know, Thunderbolt Ross is in there and I didn't feel like he took anything away. You still it was still very much a Captain America story. Yep. But they kept everyone else around. A, him. a lot of characters, but it didn't feel cramped. Right. To me, it didn't feel cramped. Right. Yeah. No, nothing felt shoehorned. Nothing was really like worrisome like, oh, they're introducing another character. We wanted more and it felt great. Now, what I usually try and do when I go to these movies, and I went to it when I was on vacation. As soon as I got to Virginia, oh, they did I let found you the go. Theater. Oh yeah, oh, okay. let me go. I'm a grown ass <laughs> man. I do whatever the hell I want. Whoa, but whoa. I did ask my wife. Ease your enhance your calm, John Spartan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, but you know, Vera also wanted to go see this one. She loves the Captain America movies. Um, and then my brother and his wife came along too. No. Um, so, but obviously, my brother wanted to go see it as well. Right. So. Um, but we went, and I usually will go into these movies, and I'll over-explain things to my wife because she's not familiar with some of the smaller characters right. and things like that. Not to say that Black Panther is a small character, but I didn't explain it to her at all. She still ended up liking the character a lot. And like I said, there, was really, there wasn't really there was a whole lot of backstory yeah. for him. Chadwick Boseman was awesome. Yeah. He oh, was yeah. just so awesome. I mean, he nailed the character and he really brought it to life he apparently created that accent by himself by the way yeah i did not know that that's cool though yeah that's really really cool and there was uh there was a particular scene that one of my coworkers told me about i i was i was looking for it but i must have totally missed it there because his movements were very very cat-like obviously mm-hmm. you know to match the character he said there was one scene where he's looking behind, you know looking out from the side of a uh of a wall of a wall or something like that and he looks like his cat he's just like <laughs> like you know yeah. like one of those cat videos you see um so that i i, I i'm gonna obviously go back and watch it again and, and yeah and look for that as well as other little little tidbits like that yeah but, i've only got the chance to see it once yeah um so far Stefan, what about you I, i've seen it twice now now you told me that he Stefan was lucky he got to go see it thursday night of the, 7 p.m. Yeah. You oh, were, okay. The, yeah. He was a dick about it the entire oh, yeah. time. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Will Wheaton says, don't be a dick. <laughs> so uh, don't be a dick. But but it was so fun. <laughs> well, yeah. Whatever. So, you know, he, he messages me and says, I wish that I could go to the next showing immediately. And that's how I felt. Too. Yeah. Like, I wanted to go see it yep. a, a, again, like, right when it got done. Unfortunately, I had to go to work. So. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, but man, it was uh, it, it just 
starting right in the very beginning when you have the incident going on with crossbones. Yeah. Which I, I will say, I think that crossbones may have been a little underutilized, but those of us familiar with the comic, um, crossbones yeah. took on the nitro identity, right? Um, that, that part of it yeah. where the big, you know, tragedy takes place, maybe not to the same effect as in the comic book civil war. Right. Um, but they gave crossbones that kind of identity in that. And I, I really just would have liked to see more Frank Grillo as crossbones. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen that too. It just, it, I mean, that kind of seems like they, there was, there was really some potential there for moving forward with, with other movies as maybe the, you know, mm-hmm. a villain, you, whether it's a minor or major villain, I, I really don't see him as a major villain for the movies, but yeah. I mean, still there was, there was definitely some, uh, well, in the Captain America lore, he's major, but yeah. maybe just not for the MCU. Yeah, I don't think he he would really fit in with the MCU for that. Yeah, I I don't think they they would do the storyline that he has with yeah. Captain America in the actual cinematic universe. You know, it's funny because I mean they 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 did go there in Batman versus Superman, and I wondered if they would be going there in Captain America: Civil War, and they didn't, um, which was surprising to me. And it was surprising to me because the big rumor before this movie was that somebody was going to die and nobody, nobody died. died like well crossbones well crossbones died yeah well he doesn't count though. yeah he doesn't count and, and by the way if you haven't seen the movie obviously spoiler alert because oh, this yeah. is and if you haven't seen the movie by now yeah i mean what are you waiting for why are you listening to this podcast yeah. that is solely about captain america civil I, war i know you, you should know we 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 do spoilers. I'm so. saying this in the in the as uh, uh, the future and everything, yes. but spoilers will be in the in the headline. So yes. yeah. shame on you if we just spoiled this for you. It's not our fault. Yeah. Um, but you have the whole incident that goes on, and you see this new team of Avengers, which is introduced at the end of Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. and they're just operating what seems to be really efficiently to me. Yes. And you know you got Scarlet Witch has mm-hmm. really mastered her powers. Yeah. Um, you know Vision is there. I loved. I loved Rock. the use of Red Wing. Yeah. You know? That was cool. How they brought they brought that in because it would have looked ridiculous yeah. if it was an actual Falcon. Yeah. I and mean, the, if you had telekinetic powers to talk to the Falcon. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. So I'm glad that they made it like an AI um, yeah. because it just worked better. And I thought it was great. And I thought that the way he kind of used it and, you know, he didn't think of it as an AI. He right. thought of it as, you know, an addition to him. So I, I really enjoyed the way they did that. But, you know, you could tell right from that moment when yeah. Crossbones is there and the big fight is happening and they're trying to get, uh, you know, whatever that pathogen is that they're going after in the in the beginning of the movie. Um, when Crossbones explodes and Scarlet Witch tosses him up, she saved a bunch of lives, but she also, you know, cost a whole lot. Yeah. And you could just tell that look on Cap's face. And everything, and I yeah. thought that that translated really well. And you could tell, like right off, it's like, well, this is this is what's going to start yeah. things going. I, I, I mean, the the whole combat sequence mm-hmm. during that scene was really awesomely choreographed. My I mean, God, they're so good at the fight scenes. They are. They are super good. I mean, it seems that seems to be something we're seeing a lot of with with Marvel characters. I mean, look at Daredevil on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Punisher in season two of Daredevil, mm-hmm. um, you know now we're seeing it with uh, with Cap, and even to some, you know, and we're and I mean Spider Man too. Yep. You know I'm, I'm jumping the gun a little bit there, obviously, That's but fine. but still, I mean it was just it's 
they've obviously got some really great talent there with choreographing those fights mm-hmm. and just really bringing the action and really making it enjoyable for the for the fans to see these guys in action. And, yeah, and it was just awesome. Well, I think one of the one of, another thing that I really liked was that you knew exactly why each person that was on whichever side they were on, yeah. you knew why they were on that side. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was really well done. Um, right yeah. from the the part when Iron Man is doing his whole spiel at uh, MIT. Yeah. And uh, that woman walks out, which, by the way, that actress is also going to be on Luke Cage. And she's going to be playing somebody different. Um, so, you know, I know she was just a very small part mm-hmm. in Civil War, but I think that that's a poor choice um, as far as that goes. I, yeah. I don't know. That's just me. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I mean... I'm big into the continuity thing like right. that, so maybe that's yeah, maybe that was a bad call. Yeah, on that end, but um, I mean, what I mean, what did you guys think about Vision? I that's that's that was one of the characters that kind of stood out to me. Preppy clothes, Vision. Yeah, preppy <laughs> clothes, Vision. And you wore an ascot. Yeah, you know, what you know, the sweater, the ascot, the slacks, the loafers. I mean, he basically just got right in there. All right, Stefan, I'll let you go first. What's going on? Did we lose? Uh, okay. Uh, well, you know, it was really cool to see Vision do the things that um, made me go, okay, he, he is almost uh, a god, basically, just phasing through walls, but trying to tap into humanity. Um, so it, it was actually really cool to see all of that. But I can't wait to see where it goes from here with him. Right, because he has the because he has the mind gem. Yeah. Right. Is that the mind gem that's on him, or the mind stone, whatever they're calling him in the MCU? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's definitely one of the gems. Okay. So I I just it, it was it wasn't Loki's scepter. I just don't remember. They they mentioned it in. Well, they did. Like he said, one day he'll Avengers. Yeah. He'll understand. Right. Know, he was like, I'll understand it and be able to do something with right. it. So yeah, that's going to be. I mean, it's really concerning to me that they're you know the vision is a is a great character i yeah. love him in the comics I, and now i love him in the movie right um especially paul bettany is playing him so well oh yeah um he's really just nailed i feel like he's really just nailed what vision is so i, I think that that's that's really really good yeah um but i i would be concerned if something happens where he ends up you know having to die because you know, is the gem keeping him alive? Is that what gives that's, him? That's that's the that's a good question. I keep thinking that too. If he takes the you know, if the gem goes away, does vision go away? So, which and we're gonna getting into that with Infinity War, which apparently is going to be changing names. Yeah. So that's all we got. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, that's all we got there. Talking about vision, so we might as well get into the relationship between him and Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's something that we that we've seen in the comic books. That relationship. I mean, I, I mean, the two of them end up getting they get married. They have yeah. kids. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's yeah. I know how that that yeah. that's something they'll. Not, I don't think they'll ever touch that in the MCU. That would just be so crazy. Yeah, that'd be a little weird yeah. right there. So, um, but though they did end up getting, uh, as I hear, Ghost Rider is back in the Marvel family. Yeah, he so, came back. So who knows what we might so see? Mephisto's there. back. That's yeah, all I'm saying so. We could see some 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 really cool stuff there. We could. I don't think we will. I mean, but be a little was Ghost crazy. Rider ever an Avenger? 
I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I know I he's mean, a part of the Fantastic Four. Yeah, and I know he's done some stuff with the X Men, uh, Spider Man. Yeah. So I mean, who knows though? They could. I mean, they could well, throw they him could, in yeah, somewhere. I mean, they could, could do whatever throw, they want. Or even maybe we could see a. I think he's. I don't think I would. I don't think he would make a good movie character. Honestly, I mean, they did two movies that really didn't work out as well. Terrible. And I, I really think he's more of a Netflix. No, and that's what they're saying that yeah. Ghost Rider, Moon Knight, and Blade are going to be the next run. Yeah, those those I think he would be a better Netflix uh, character. I mean, because definitely, I mean, because we got Punisher now, so right. Uh, but um, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, but what about uh, so? I mean, going back to to Vision and Scarlet Witch, though, it didn't seem like. I mean, you could kind of see that that Vision was um, kind of. You know, I mean, you could see Vision was really into her. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, I mean, where, I I wonder how they're going to work that with the movie. I don't, I, I mean, because I, it, it didn't seem like, didn't seem like Scarlet Witch was kind of into Vision. I mean, yeah. S- Stefan, what was your, what was, what was your thoughts on that with, you know, that dynamic between Vision and, and Scarlet Witch? I mean, did. Can it go further? You yeah, know? I mean. Yeah, like, I, I felt like they, they could have been, uh. The, it could have been more reciprocal because you could tell Vision is interested. You can tell he's like, yeah, no, I, I feel something for this person that is basically a quote unquote um, detriment. Well, not a detriment, but a um, a threat to all of humanity mm-hmm. because of her power, just like I am. So like instantly he was like clicking. But yeah, she could have, you know, obviously later down the road she showed a little more interest but it, there could have been more i think it was interesting in this whole movie is just showing the amount of people that you know they're enhanced they yeah. have powers and they are a complete and total threat to the to the world right. i mean that includes bucky and scarlet witch yep and um and vision i mean especially vision i think um but i you know when thunderbolt ross comes in and they talk about the tragedy that happened in uh in what was it? They were in Africa. Sokovia. Well, well the so- Soko- in Sokovia. Sokovia first, and then right. it was uh, Lagos. Well, and then you know, and New York in the first Avengers, yeah. and then in Winter Soldier, Washington D.C. Um, and there's just been a whole and I mean London in Thor Ragnarok. There's yeah. just or not Ragnarok, Thor of the Dark World. Um, there's just been a whole lot of things with these heroes, and they've just you know. The accountability issue, yeah, and that was more of what the Civil War was all about, yeah, or at least the storyline was all about in Civil War, yeah. Then it was more about the superhero registration thing from the comic books, which I think worked really well for the time period. You know, everybody wants to be held, or everybody wants accountability for things like that, right? And I mean, that just goes for like the real world, you know, like who's responsible for things. So you know, when we talked to to Ben on the last show, he said that Marvel is at its best when it's reflecting what's going on in the world. And I think that civil war, you know, did that, did that perfectly. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it, it, it was, uh, I mean, and that's something they've always done. I mean, that's the Marvel's whole premise mm-hmm. ever since they, you know, they, they went from timely comics to, to Marvel yeah. is, you know, super po- super powered beings with real world problems. Right. You know, Peter with, you know, having to take care of his aunt and making money and, you mm-hmm. know, and then, cap having to deal with you know the political and you know and yeah it's all it all just it all just works yeah well and then you know and then ross lays it all out in front of him like here are your options yeah 
you know, you're either going to sign this and you're going to answer to everybody and we're going to keep you in check or, you know, you're, you're, you're going to retire. Yeah. Right. Or you're done. Quote, Hang unquote, up the retire. Yeah. 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 So I think the thing that, I mean, obviously that pushes him over the edge is, is the death of Peggy Carter. Yep. Um, which is, you know, in a number of ways sucks for, um, uh, who's the actress that plays Peggy Carter? Ellie Atwell. Yeah. So she dies in the movies. So yep. she's no longer going to be in the MCU unless it's in some sort of flashback sequence. Right. Yep. Um, or, <laughs> and then her show gets canceled. <laughs> so no more Agent Carter anywhere. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, there's, there's that petition going around to bring it to, over to Netflix, but I don't, I don't know if Peggy Carter, I mean, Stefan, what, what do you think? Do you think Peggy's well, Netflix material? Uh, she, she could be. I mean, they, maybe they to, not they as to change like a, the tone. Yeah, yeah. I think they would have to change the tone really. Yeah. That, that's the big, big, uh, gear shift that they would have to do because, they could definitely make it work uh, in in Netflix, but um, yeah, I I don't know right now. It, it's kind of hard with with all the other properties that are coming to Netflix in the future to try to put that in and generate some some uh, fanfare behind it. Right now, it, it might be tough. I think it, you're you're exactly right. I think they've got there's there's too much going on right now in the Marvel Netflix kitchen. Yeah, there's a lot. Hell's going. Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. So literally yeah. all of them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I I because I, I, she just doesn't come across as that kind of of, of I, character to me. Now, yeah. what I'm getting the vibe of is that the there's a there was a change in management at ABC, so you know a lot of the superhero stuff is gone. But what they would could give us because. Agent Carter was supposed to set up how Shield was formed. Yep. And we're not getting that now. I would love it if they just gave us like a like a two hour movie to kind of like, answer the know, whole question. Put it on Hulu. Put it on Netflix. Put it on whatever. But just yep. answer the questions. Get to where you were going yeah. with it because you know it seems like that whole two you know season yeah of Agent Carter was you know for nothing. Yeah, and, and, I mean, and it, that's a big setup for Captain America because I mean, absolutely. You know. It'd be nice to have that kind of hole filled in. I mean, that was what was keeping Cap held on to his past, yeah. was the fact that Peggy Carter was there. And he says it. He thought everybody from his past had died, and he found out that Peggy Carter was alive. Yeah. And I think it just gave him that sense of being back to where he was. Yeah. And I think that Bucky does the same thing for him. Yeah. Um. So, he's, so he still has that. Um. The reintroduction of Sharon Carter, learning that she is Sharon Carter, I thought was great. Because, um, you know, they're on again, off again, love interest in the comic. Yeah. I, I'd like to see more of Emily Van Camp because I thought that she, I think she plays the character well for how it's written. You know, it's not, you know, particularly any sort of special kind of character. Yeah. But I think that she yeah. does a good job with it. I, I think so, too. Um, I, I, I kind of want to see Steve and, and, and Sharon kind of, I mean, get together. I want to, like, in the next Captain America movie, kind of see, you know, because we we saw Cap drop the shield, gave up the shield. Yeah. So yeah. is he Captain America? Is he not Captain America? Is he going to be Nomad? That's right. I mean, you know, or is he going to be uh, uh, Agent? What, what, what was it when he went rogue? Agent what? I forgot. Uh, he had the black costume there for a while. Oh, I don't remember that one. Agent USA or something like that. I can't, I can't remember. <laughs> Agent USA. I don't know. It was really. It was a really weird name. Comics, you know. Yeah, it's comics. <laughs> maybe we should ask Ben that one. Yeah. Man. But still, I would like to see, you know, maybe the opening of the movie or, you know, 
somewhere in there, whoever takes up the mantle of Captain America goes to Steve and there he is him and, and Sharon, they got a nice little house there. You know, it's kind of domestic bliss for Steve getting some, getting a taste of what he's missed after the war. Well, I don't think we're going to, I think you that, know, and, but then he gets pulled back in and that, kind I of think thing. that the rest of what we saw, given how the movie ended up and everything is Captain America is kind of living in the shadows like Nick Fury. is. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's got his team of secret Avengers. Yeah. Um, and I think that they're going to go the route of secret Avengers with them. And, mm, you know, too yeah. bad for Hawkeye, who's got a family. You're you're a fugitive and you just broke out of a maximum security oh. facility. Yeah, yeah. True. true. So it sucks to be you, Clint. Um, yeah. Let's get I, let's get into the two the two big additions to the MCU, which came in in this movie and they did so well. First was Black Panther. We already touched on this a little bit. But Black Panther is brought in and, you know, he's another victim of tragedy. And he is on the side yeah. of the of them being held accountable. Right. And he wants to make sure that they are. And the whole thing comes from the fact that it looks like Bucky set off a bomb at the United Nations. Right. And kills his father while his father is giving a speech. And, I mean, of course you would, you know, you would want revenge for something like yeah. that. So he is on side against Bucky because then all of a sudden now it becomes Cap has to go find Bucky Yep. and now Cap is on the side of a guy who looks like he murdered a bunch of people Yep. so that's yeah. where you get this whole I mean it, it's when I'm trying to think of it and say it you know what I mean yeah. it just seems like a crazy concept and you know I went into this movie and I know a lot of people were team Cap but just like knowing how things were going to progress and go along I couldn't help but feeling a little bit for Team Iron Man. I mean, I mean, I was going into. I mean, I mean, Tony Stark has always been, yeah. you know, on the side of the people. Wants to make sure that he's taking care of people. Mm -hmm. You can't fault him for that. And I think with the you know realization of all the things that the Winter Soldier has done, you know, it looks like he's done this horrible deed, which unleashes the Black Panther on the world. Yeah, which was fantastic. And I like that little nod that you know that Steve does to T'Challa. And he's just like, and he's like, uh, oh, uh, is that vibranium? And he's just like, yep, yeah. that's vibranium. Yeah. So they didn't really do a lot of explaining with the suit. I think we'll get that in the Black Panther movie, which yeah. clearly they were setting up with the end credits. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And I can't wait to see more of Wakanda. I mean, oh, yeah. it's going to be great. And I want more of his bodyguard because the three seconds that she was in the movie, I was like, oh, that chick's badass. Yeah. <laughs> what's, I mean, yeah, well, what's her story? I'd love to know more about that, so. We're going to get a lot more Black Panther this coming February, I think. I believe that is. Yeah, it's it's going to be... It's It made me want the Black Panther movies so much more than I already did. And, and I mean, yeah, and that's... And this, is, and this is a good thing, too. I mean, this is a character that really didn't... That, you know, was really popular in the comics and just never really got its due yeah. anywhere else. And now... I thought that they did Black Panther really well on um, Avengers: uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes television series. I never, I've the never cartoon watched that they did. That, so. that one was, um, that one was good. The one that they have now, I think, is kind of, you know, wash, wishy-washy kid garbage. But oh, the Ultimate Spider-Man one. Yeah, like the Ultimate Spider-Man and the uh, Avengers Assemble and everything. You know, I want to watch and see all of these great things that Marvel has and, and whatnot. But I just, you know, I, Avengers Assemble just. I mean, it's it's too little kid for me. But uh, the Earth's Mightiest Heroes, they got into the Superhero Registration Act and the mm -hmm. Skrulls and everything. So, I mean, it was like, 
you know, it was going back and reading some of these awesome comics. And those are on Netflix, right? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Okay, so I can go back and I can watch yeah. those. Then. That's that's cool. But then you have, you know, Spider-Man. So, oh. so I mean, Tony Stark <laughs> ends up with, I mean, yeah, I mean, come on. That that was the Spider-Man that we had wanted for a very, Dude, very long time. you got a metal time. arm? Uh, yeah. I mean, Tom you Holland was great. Yes. Absolutely fantastic in that one. Um, yeah. Sorry, Toby. Sorry, Andrew Garfield. I'm not sorry to Andrew Garfield. No, 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 no never, not sorry never mind. We, we take it back. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite? What was your favorite Spider-Man moment? Though they were minimal. Yeah. Um, from this movie. Uh, you know, you know what? I've been talking a lot. Let's let's let Stefan go up first well, on this. The it's tough between two of them. Uh, one the the introduction of him grabbing Cap Shield just it felt perfect like even though everyone's like oh he could have had more flair like he's spider-man he just newly becomes spider-man he didn't he's working out what his powers are and just like hey uh, hi how's it going like one of those types of intros was perfect for him and the way that he acts when he's one-on-one with tony stark in his bedroom just being a teen a, a teenager from queen's that's really smart, yeah. like yeah. how every, um, you know, every type of, uh, of uh, every Spider-Man that we've come to know, like, we're like, okay, yeah, he's a smart kid who understands things. He made these crazy web shooters. They're not organic, weird things that are God, in his arms. Thanks. And I'm uh, glad that they, they kind of highlighted that, too. When he's yeah. like, did you make these? You know, uh, yes, he's a, he's a very smart he's kid. He's a smart kid. And he yeah. works with what he's got. And I, I think that that was really well done in the movie yeah that was i mean that was right out of the comics i mean something that sony could have done but obviously just couldn't get it right and well, that's what they've continually done for us at marvel with the movies is that you don't right. have to change you don't have to change so much yeah you know you, you don't you, you little can, tweaks here and there is all you need people know these characters they know the story for the yeah. most part you don't have to go into it and change and stuff. we're not going to get a another uh origin story in the new spider-man movie which is nice yeah you yeah. know the the you know the title's kind of lameish you know i'm wondering if that's just a placeholder because they're going to be changing the infinity be. war i don't believe that it's they're going to leave be. that as spider-man homecoming yeah i think they're good that's got it that's got it i want them to change it to spider-man craven's last hunt oh, <laughs> that would be good that would be good <laughs> that's what Mike, i'd like them to do michael keaton is craven hmm maybe right That'd be kind of interesting. I thought the one of my favorite parts with Spider-Man in that was, I mean, obviously the main thing that he was in was that airport battle scene. Yes. You know, so yeah. the airport battle scene is where you have the culmination of all of the heroes on either side yep. fighting with each other yep. in a gigantic brawl. Ant-Man is there. And, you know, he was off. I mean, Ant-Man was fantastic. Yes. And it becomes Giant-Man. And I was like, I raised my arms in the air and embarrassed everyone I was with. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that was but, awesome. I mean... The, the movie was just so, so awesome. And that airport scene with Spider-Man when he's going back and forth and he's fighting Bucky and Falcon at the same time. Yep. And he's doing the, and he's, you know, he's, he's throwing the quips and yep. the trash talk is there. Yeah. And the dynamic, by the way, between Bucky and Falcon. Yeah, that was awesome. That, I want, I want Bucky and Falcon buddy cop movie. That should, that's what I want. It's like, it's like Blue Beetle and Buster Gold, Booster Gold, I should say. Oh, yeah. yeah that was, it was, yeah. it was, it worked perfectly and um yeah and it was just nice the way how they worked it with i mean there's you know there's spider-man well, flying all over the right. the terminal and mac you know and and 
and Sam's like, you know, you know, this is a fight. You don't talk that much. You're not supposed to talk that much. You're right. Going, oh, my, you know, my bad. <laughs> Friggin' webs them up, you know. Right. And it's and, and at the end there where you you see, you know, Sam and and uh, Bucky, you know, they're laying on the ground. They're all webbed up and yeah. all that. And Sam just looks over. I hate you. Right. I just. <laughs> it was just good. It, it was, was so good. It so was. good. It was. Um, that being said, I feel like there, you know, you can sense a little bit of. A little bit of competition between Sam and Bucky because it's the old guard and the new guard. Yeah. Sam is Captain America's new right-hand man, and Bucky yeah. is his old right-hand man. Well, it's, it, I think it's more of like the friendship kind of thing. They, yeah. they, you know, they both genuinely like Steve as a friend. And, yeah. You know, they're just, you know, here's it, it's. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, there's that little competition there because maybe Sam feels a little threatened, and maybe right. you know Bucky feels a little threatened by by the other friend and all that and come to find out you know they're all just going to be good friends i mean it's, and that it's, it's, it's going to be like the rat pack <laughs> yeah it basically. is it is they're all going to get along they're yeah. fine even though bucky is going to be frozen for a period of time at yeah. this point but well, he'll be back he'll be back you know he'll be back i mean he's got a nine con nine picture contract. <laughs> yeah sebastian stan ain't going anywhere he's, he's coming back um just <laughs> that scene between um falcon and bucky in the car when they're meeting with sharon carter and he just says can you move your seat up? And he just <laughs> stares straight ahead and goes, no, <laughs> Dude, that, was come on. that was perfect. And We've he, all been yeah. there. And then, and then, and then Bucky just kind of slides over a little bit to the left. Well, And then when, when cap finally gets a kiss from Sharon yeah. and he looks back at the car and the two of them are just grinning, grinning their heads up. because yeah. I mean, now there's not one, you know, guy you're going to come across that hasn't been in that situation yeah. where he's been, either with his friends or he's been yeah. with a friend who finally like finally gets that what yeah. he's been waiting for moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So uh, you could just, you just could feel it. Everything was done. So right. I mean, bravo to the Russo. Brothers. It was, it was, oh God. Yeah. It was, yeah. It, I mean with those three, it's like, it's like a high school, you know, movie. I know high school coming of age movie with those three guys. And that's what it, that's what felt great too with the comedic times that were in the movie. Never felt forced. It no, felt natural. no, never never felt forced maybe dc could take a few notes here because yeah you know big time notes i think they they need to well i think Zack snyder's kind of getting the kind of got the message when well jeff johns was i think he's getting shoved out (laughs) to be honest he's gone he's getting shoved out the kind of uh you know it wasn't like um marvel kind of broke joss whedon we've talked about this yeah he did you know i I think that they they tried to do way too much with age of ultron and i think it just broke him as a person and now, you know, you're kind of dealing with the same thing over at DC, whereas you have the Russo brothers who are doing Civil War, and now they're setting up their own thing. And there wasn't a, a, a ton of setup for what's coming. There was a very minimal of that yep. in Civil War, but it was just enough to get you excited for the future of the MCU. Um, that being said, I think that we may have gotten, and I know a lot of people love Loki, but I think Zemo may have been the best villain that we've had in an MCU movie besides oh, yeah. like Hydra as an entity in yeah. Winter Soldier? Well, I, I definitely agree with that only because a lot of people are downplaying him. It was, oh, it's just a dude. Oh, well, it's, it's Baron Zemo. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's, he's a huge character. Right. But the way he was portrayed in this movie, it showed that that was his only purpose in life after what happened to his family was to destroy right. the Avengers from within. Yeah, that was that it. Was... And I mean, it was at the end, they have him, you know, they catch him, 
And I, they kind of, you know, it was weird. They did the whole downplay with the, you know, whole team of winter soldiers that they were developing and everything like yeah. that. Yeah. And I thought that was a kind of an interesting bait and switch because I thought maybe that was going to be like the big bad moment. Yeah, I thought he was going to use them and that was yeah. what the big fight was going to be about. That was, that was going to be his uh, masters of evil. Yep. <laughs> you and know? Yeah. guess what happens? Nothing. Nope. But, I mean, it's just like that whole thing where he plays the tape when they've confronted him. And Tony Stark finally sees that Winter Soldier is the one that is responsible for the death of his parents. And, you know, Steve is like, he's different. That was a different time. Yeah. And, I mean, I would have the same emotion as Tony Stark. And oh, I, God, I know yeah. what I mean. And he, he says, yeah, yeah. I, I don't care. He killed my mom. Like, yeah. I don't care who he was at that point in time. And you just, de- you, you just feel for him. Yeah. Yeah, when he delivered the line, it, it was one of those things. You're like, oh man. Yeah, I know. Oh. You couldn't, you couldn't help it. You just, yeah. you to- felt totally bad for Tony Stark. Yeah. And you understood why he was fighting. And at that point in time, I was like, Cap, you need to understand, okay? Yeah. Why he's doing this? And I get that you're all righteous and he's your buddy and everything, but just let him beat the shit out of him for a minute or yeah, something. Just give, like give him a few licks. In. Yeah. Get, you know that kind of thing. But I mean, this, this is also kind of to me setting up Tony because I mean him and Pepper are on the outs. He just found out who killed his mom and it's his best friend. You know, it's his, it's his friend's best friend. Relationships don't really work too well in the MCU. I mean, not pots and Tony are gone. I mean, you're not going (laughs) to see any more Jane and Thor. I don't think. Yeah. That's going to be gone. That kind of thing. Who knows? Maybe we'll see Linda Cardinelli again. If they do some sort of thing with Hawkeye. Who knows? We don't know. know. But I mean, that was the, I mean, that, that right there kind of tells me it seems like, I mean, they're throwing all this stuff at Tony now and it makes me feel like maybe they're, I don't know. I, I always thought the, the whole time when Tony was an alcoholic and there was lots of problems that he had in the comics and, you know, that, that added that really human element to him. I think that's kind of, I, I almost want to kind of see that in the movie to just to, just to see. Well, we got that a little bit in Iron yeah. Man two. Yeah, we did. Well, well, in Iron Man three, as yeah, in well. Iron Man three, yeah, when Iron he Man. was dealing with the PTSD, but he was a, you know, he was like a drunk in Iron Man two a little bit because he was dealing bit. with the fact that the the uh, the whatever was inside of him uh, was was, kill- was killing it. Yeah, but I I think this is more along you know along that stressing point where that can really break him and we can see more of that, mm-hmm. um, and then maybe you know that could bring Pepper back in, but that kind of thing. I, I I'm a romantic at heart. Yeah. So I really you know I mean I I I I want to see. I want to see Tony and Pepper back together. I want to see Steve and, and, and Sharon together, you know, and I want to see Hawkeye with his wife and I want to see everybody kind of happy. But when it comes to work, they're just completely freaking miserable. You know, <laughs> so he wanted them to be like the real, the real world. I want it to be like the real okay. world. You come home to get away from the crap at work. Yeah. You know, that's, you know, the crazy customers, well, we kinda... the stupid sales reps, <laughs> you know, we the... kind of got that a little bit in age of Ultron when he brings, when Hawkeye brings everybody to the farm. I mean, yeah. you know, you saw that was his escape. That was his place. That was, and he trusted everybody enough Nirvana. to bring him. Nirvana, yeah, that's. It's uh, very, very. I mean, just everything that about about Captain America: Civil War and how you had everybody together. And I think we're getting. I think we might be getting um, a Black Widow movie finally. Yeah, well, um, they've said that. That's you know, definitely gonna. I mean, yeah, the, just the setup that was given with that. Yes. Oh yeah, there's there's that there, and you know the absence of Thor and Hulk. You know. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, with Ragnarok coming up and now knowing that it's going to be a buddy picture with Hulk, 
we kind of have an idea of why Thor and, and you know, why they couldn't find Thor or Hulk because they're sitting around on Asgard probably because, right. you know, Thor's like, all right, I get it. You want to get away from all this stress. You know, being an Avenger is not good and healthy for or you. Or maybe he ended up there on accident. It'd be interesting to see how Banner ended up in I, Asgard. Honestly, I think Thor invited him. Yeah. Told him, come on, just get away from Get away from it all. Hang out in Asgard. No, no stress. Be well, my, be my friend. Be my guest. Speaking hang of, out and party a little bit. Speaking of Thor Ragnarok, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about this right now, real quick. Um, they just released the, the actual oh, cast, yeah, the cast list. list. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. So let's go over this real quick, okay? Right. First of all, Kate Blanchett. We already knew she was gonna be in it. There was a lot of talk about who she could be playing. I thought she'd be playing Hela. Looks like she's playing Hella. Oh well, there you go. So that is <laughs> called that be, one. Oh, that's going to be so awesome. Uh, even better, Jeff Goldblum yeah. is going to be in it. Oh, and he's playing yeah, the Grand Grandmaster. Master. Oh God, he I ain't can't selling wait. no apartments. Oh my God, it's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And I hope he does the Jurassic Park laugh because that would just yeah. make my day. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't uh, Carl Urban also? Carl Urban was yep. also. Yeah, he is. Uh, Carl Urban is going to be playing. Um, who is he? He's going to be playing. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, now. Uh, Scourge. Scourge, that's it. Yeah. So he's going to be playing Scourge. Um, and Tessa Thompson is going to be playing Valkyrie. Um, and Valkyrie, of course, is a big, big part of Thor Ragnarok um, in the comic books and everything with that whole Ragnarok storyline. So... I mean, Thor Ragnarok, they didn't really do any sort of setup for it in this film, which I think is good because it wouldn't have made sense. Yeah. I can't wait to see what happens in that movie because oh my, the, the Thor movies are very underrated and they are some of my favorites that the MCU has doled out. I, I never really, I mean, the first two I never really got too into. I wasn't overly excited, but I didn't hate them. Mm-hmm. I liked them. I enjoyed them. I've watched them multiple times. Yeah. But now with this casting and now with, you know, the storyline, um, you know, you know, well, a, a good idea of what the storyline is going to be with Ragnarok because they can always throw a twist like that, you know, or change it up a little bit, little, you know, tweaks. Yeah. Just like they did with, you know, Civil War. I'm I'm really looking forward to this now. Yeah. Especially. I mean, and plus Hulk's going to be in it. Yeah. So, I mean, that dynamic between between Thor and Banner and mm-hmm. that kind of thing, that's that right there for me is 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 kind of what's really drawing me in yeah so i can't wait to see how that goes it's gonna be good it's gonna be so good um you know i i can't wait i'm i'm just excited for everything that's happening in the mcu moving forward we're getting black panther we're getting a doctor strange movie um doctor strange is like turned into one of my favorite characters since jason aaron took over writing it in the comics and i just cannot wait to see what cumberbatch brings to the table oh yeah um but uh finishing up with with captain america's civil war um what was your uh Stefan, what was your overall grade on this movie? What would you give it? Uh well, if I had to do you know A plus for me cuz it's been my my favorite movie that I've watched uh in theaters for in the past 2-3 years now. Mm-hmm. I I had such a great time and the the big thing is first time through enjoyed it so much. The second time through I started picking up on like little Easter eggs and little fun things like it, I mean, it's the Russo's. So they have, everyone saw the, the Dean from community, mm-hmm. but they also had, um, in the airport fight in the hangar, the, the Bluth, um, yep. stair car. Oh, was, yeah. Was in the, <laughs> I do. I, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. 
um, there's like uh, all these little tiny things and little little drops of of uh, of nods to the comics like even the the uh, the speech that, that Sharon Carter does give at Peggy's funeral that was like word that, for word that was word it? for word what wow. what uh, cap got in uh, that cap gave to spider-man right. in the comic Absolutely like, fantastic. It, it was. Uh, I was like, "Oh, what's happening? This is literally <laughs> what is." This <laughs> is the comic books come to life. Yeah, as she's saying it, I'm like, "Wait a minute! I know I've read this before. What the hell is going on?" But yeah, so it, A plus for you. Yeah, definitely. It was an A plus movie for me. What about you, Big Rich? I'm gonna give it a solid A minus. Yeah. Definitely solid. It wasn't. You know, it it it. it I'm still judging by Gardens of the Galaxy, basically. That's my all-time favorite Marvel movie right now. It, but, I mean, it was so good. I mean, Captain America. I've always loved Captain America because my... And I and we I try not to go too... I, I don't like talking about politics, but his political views are very close to my political views as, you know, the character. So those kinds of things are just... You know, that's what resonates with me so much with Captain America and makes me love him even more just because he's a superhero. He's he is the quintessential American that everybody wants to be. You know, every everybody loves, you know, all Americans love America. It's just it's really tough to be that kind of an American. And Cap just the character just brings it out so so wonderfully no, he and stands up for what he believes in. exactly Con- his convictions he doesn't you know i don't agree with what you believe you know i don't agree with what you believe in but i will protect your right to say it mm-hmm. i but this is my stand and this is where i'm gonna draw my line yeah and that's what i love so a definitely an a minus grading against guardians of the galaxy if we took guardians of the galaxy out, definitely an a plus yeah <laughs> definitely. definitely i think i'll meet i'll meet you guys in the middle i'll give it an a um you know uh, the only thing that's making me not give it an A plus is that I think that I I just feel like they they use the wrong character when they use Crossbones in the beginning of it. I think that he could have had a lot more potential yeah. um, in future Captain America endeavors. So, um, oh, that, you, you mean like killing Captain America? Yes, I want to see it happen. We we may still. I think we'll see it happen. I think Zemo gets out. Right. Well, let me well, let me ask you this: We know that Chris Evans signed a nine picture deal. So, I mean, by my count, he's still got some pictures to go. Chris Evans? Chris Evans. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Well, I know he's definitely going to be back for the next Avengers movies, yeah. and who knows if another Captain America's Because you got the be. three Captain Americas, you've got the two Avengers. Yep, and then the two other Avengers if he's in both. Yep. So that leaves one more. So it probably leaves the, the door open, right? Or does that leave one more? I don't know. Uh, I'm bad at math. Yeah. Wait a minute. Okay, so... So let's let's do this again. The three Captain Americas, right? The two Avengers. That's five. Yep. And then the two, then he's got. Uh, he's going to be in. Well, then Avengers: Infinity War parts one and two. I would assume he's in both. So that's seven. So that leaves two more. That leaves two more for whatever. Right. So Secret Avengers movie. That's what I'm calling it. That's what it is. It's going to be a Secret Avengers movie. (laughs) Zemo breaks out and they got to go get him. And that's what's going to happen. There you go. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm I'm guessing they'll probably announce a couple more Captain America movies or or something and they'll hand it off or they'll kill him off. They'll kill off Steve. Yeah. And maybe, you know, maybe Chris only is like in half the movie. Then he gets killed off and then somebody picks up the mantle. But then he comes back because. Yeah. I think everybody Steve. wants it to be Bucky, but I want it to be I want it to be Sam Wilson just because I love the way that it's currently happening. 
uh, in the in the comics with yeah. Sam Wilson being Captain America. But right now, actually, technically, both of them are Captain America. So, so wait a minute. So my question. So how does that work though? Because I mean, Bucky and Steve had had super soldier serum. Yeah. How? What about Sam? I mean, because he's just a human. He's just basically um, Falcon dressed as Captain America. That's <laughs> okay, but he still has his wings and yeah. all that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He still oh, okay. flies. He okay. still uses red, uh, red wing. All right. Because uh, that everybody. that makes that makes more sense. It's cool, but he uses like the shield too. Yeah. Because if you played the if you played the Marvel RPG from from TSR, yeah. you would be considered, um, uh, oh what what was that now? Kit Basher. You'd be like a Kit Basher mm. guy that takes technology, that kind of thing. And yeah. Cap would be an altered <laughs> human. Oh wait a minute, Steph, Stefan, have you played the Marvel superheroes RPG from TSR? I've been uh, watching and going. I need to get back into it. <laughs> yeah. I, into any tabletop gaming, um, let alone. Uh, superhero okay yeah those i mean though i i yeah though that's that's what i grew up on was playing marvel so my you know what do you get but but yeah i mean you, you, yeah that i'm sure i've made my point so i won't really <laughs> go on anymore because <laughs> i've totally lost my train of thought and i really yeah. don't want to sound like a total idiot that's anymore. fine <laughs> all right well i think I think we got our point across we all so. loved civil war yeah. we all just so sewed batman versus superman <laughs> Um, so there you go. Yeah. And I'm making that point for Stefan without having asked. And the DC fanboys are still crying. Yeah, they're still let angry. Let them so cry. sorry, Civil War was amazing. <laughs> sorry. Suck it hard. <laughs> yeah. That's all. Oh, well. You know, and it's funny because I find myself reading a whole lot of DC comics now. Um, I just finished the six, uh, the six issue run that was Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles teamed up. Absolutely fantastic. Loved it. Highly recommend it to anyone. I'll have to take a look at that. Um, and I bought uh, Scott Snyder and uh, Greg Capullo's uh, final Batman issue. They did issue 50. Um, and that was it. That They're not doing it anymore for the new 52. They did the entire run and they're done. Um, and they finished up really well with that too. Um, but, you know, the, the movies, I just, you know, just not feeling it right now. Yeah. We'll get there. Suicide Squad looks promising. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> I'm, what about you? Are you, Stephen? Are you? So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to Suicide Squad, but I, I have to say this: you look at where we were twenty, yeah, we'll just go twenty years ago, yeah, with superhero movies, and where we are now. Twenty where, years ago was late nineties, by the way. Yeah, I, <laughs> how I know. insane but, is that? Oh. <laughs> but you, you look at it, and we had to wait like years between movies, and they were not good, and now we have great movies and amazing movies and movies that were are still like Batman vs Superman is still better than anything that we had oh, years ago. I will yes, I'll agree with you. But it it's it is a great time to be alive if you're a comic book fan. That's yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, it it's is. it is the age of the geek. That is that is for sure. Yeah. All right. All right, Stefan, thank you for hanging out with us. Yeah, your thank input you. was appreciated. But, Thank you for having me. Yeah, we'll definitely have to have you back on. And go time. subscribe to Yo! Check This Out over on YouTube and check yep. out all the fun video game stuff that yep. Stefan and his buddies are doing. Yep. And while while you're out uh, clicking around and subscribing, make sure if you just kind of came across this podcast, you should subscribe to it on yes. iTunes or <laughs> Blueberry or yeah. um, where else are we? TuneIn or Stitcher or any of the other. Or just you know go to our website and just kind of follow us there as well. A crazy implant that we're going to put in your head someday. Yes, there's going to be a chip, kind of like, kind of like in Person of Interest. Yes, exactly. You know, the with root. <laughs> with root. Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't with root. 
Uh, if you have you been watching season yeah. five, uh, I'm three episodes behind. Okay, well you'll you'll see. Don't it. spoil it. You'll see it. You'll don't worry about that. All right, thanks for listening to Geek Show, uh, Stefan. Thanks for being on the show. We really appreciate that. And thank uh, you again. Yeah, no problem. And uh, of course, you know my co-host BJ. Uh, stay geeky.